Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, robots don't have rhythm. So I have a problem um, that I need, I need uh, both of your input on this. Okay. That's mildly terrifying uh, way to start. It's fine. It's all all good. Uh, I don't know if we have talked about this on the phone, on the, uh, on the podcast before. When I answer the phone, people think I'm a robot. uh, Clearly because you're not answering your phone. Ahoy! This is is my thought. I think Um, that might be a problem. agrees with me though, which I think he's wrong, but. This is I, I just I, I will I will I will pretend like you are calling the business my business. I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to say something and I want you to tell me what it reads how it reads. Okay, ready? I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to say, "Hello, this is Colin. How can I help you?" That isn't that what people say. Isn't that what people say? Mm. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I, 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 oh, this is what happens. I. I seriously, seriously. I, I just happened tonight with somebody who called, and I said, "Hi, this is Colin. How can I help you?" And they responded with, "There's a long pause, like like a pause." And I have learned at this point, I don't say anything because then we just start talking over ourselves. So all of a sudden, someone went. Oh, I thought I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you were a robot. Are you real? And I went yes. Hi. And then they'll say, "Are you really? Are you real? Hello." So I don't know if I just need to be like "sup" or be like "yo" or maybe I do need to start saying "ahoy." So so Colin does need some inflection um, in his voice, like "hello." This is Colin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the rhythm because no no well, that's is, fair that's a good point this is a serious thing that we need to discuss if i have some young emotional trauma from you two when i was what? younger oh from what no, i mean specifically i think when i was younger when i was younger both of you told me to answer the phone thusly thank you for calling funk has residence how may i help you well we did. You're, when your friends would call and they would hand you the phone, they would ask, "Would you guys get a secretary?" And you're like, oh, "That's your younger brother." So, so I know a thing or two about answering the phone. But yeah, you need to throw, you need to throw some inflection in there, Colin. You need to be like, hey, "Hello, this is Colin." Cabot. It's all about the rhythm. It's all about the rhythm, the timing. Robots don't have rhythm. Robots don't have rhythm. True. Fact. Fact check that. Robots don't have rhythm. Just like cats don't dance. Cats don't dance. <laughs> All about rhythm. Do you have rhythm? They got rhyme. It's in the song. Dying. But could you ask for anything more? Yes, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that took a turn. Uh, Okay, so I need to to get some some rhythm, I guess. Yeah, some inflections. How can I help you? But then I'm just going to be like, hello, this is Colin. How can I help you? Like, it's just, I'm, I'm just going to go with another accent. There you go. They'll definitely know. Robots are also not from the South, uh, confirmed. The uh, South. So that would. Now, I, I, will, I will say, I will say when, like, when other coaches call me, like, my Southern inflection comes out. I'm like, 
Now, that, that is a Southern inflection that is learned because yeah. that is not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is not what I sounded like growing up. Like, <laughs> you say, your, your mother was from Iowa. So, like, I don't even know, like, what. <laughs> oh, I need to, oh, you're right. I need to answer the phone. Y'all got corn? Look, okay, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> wow, just really going at uh, people. Yeah, but no. So it just just add some, add a little, hey, a little, little, a little tempo, little. I know because ro- robots, you know, when you especially when you answer, when you answer a robo call, there's that pause, and then they're like, "Hi, is Aaron there?" You're like, "Oh, oh no, 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 no. go, no a robot." I know that for a fact. Anyway, <clears throat> okay, I will work on inflection. <clears throat> Because I didn't know if I needed to get a new like catchphrase for answering the phone, or if I, it was inflection. Maybe you should just also always have more dogs barking in the background. I, oh, I was going to say Colin just barked. Like, well, I mean, that's true. I pick up. A phone. Yeah, you say "woof." This is Colin. How's woof. it going? Woof. This is. Co- <laughs> oh my God, no. Woof. This. Or is- greetings, you. Cool, uh, Greetings, greetings, fellow non-robot. Yeah, <laughs> greetings, <laughs> greetings, fellow human. I mean, human. <laughs> yes, let me do it with my human feelings. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> greetings, pet enthusiast. How may I direct your call this evening? <laughs> <laughs> that one's the best. I think that's the winner. <laughs> Greetings, pet enthusiast. How may I drink this call? <laughs> They're just going to be like, what? They're like, I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> What'd you say to me? Be like, you like pets, right? Yeah. Clearly, you're a pet owner because you're calling a pet sitter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Deduction. I I was talking to someone who loved their pet. Oh, ouch. They'll never call you again. <laughs> if you would like to not have any business ever, I guess you could say that. <laughs> oh, okay okay this is all this is all really good, oh it's all coming together okay i've got i've got notes i'm gonna have to get hire a voice coach oh and then i need to implement this okay thank you thank you yeah uh, you're welcome the, uh, oh brother consulting firm see we do in-house work and then we uh, go. also uh provide these same services uh to you listener uh who needs <laughs> help answering. yeah we can also prescribe you to watch that one scene from singing in the rain where that lady's like doing the vocal and coach I thing can't stand him. <laughs> oh my god and i can't stand him i can't stand him. <laughs> oh it's so great I love it. <laughs> yes. Speaking of what I'm going to find, yes. Twenty second YouTube clip going on the show notes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it makes me laugh all the time. Is it the song Make Them Laugh? Does that also make, make you laugh? laugh? Boom. Make them laugh. <laughs> I seriously have not seen that movie in a very long time. My copy is like messed up. I don't know what happened. Like I was like watching it. I don't know what's happened to maybe it's my DVD player. I don't know, but like I have all these DVDs from a long time ago, and like some of them just like are like, nah, I'm not gonna work anymore. Oh, like, no. what? what? <laughs> Why would you do that? That's sad. Yes. And one of them is Singing in the Rain, greatest movie musical ever. Yeah. So it's very upsetting. <laughs> So, uh, guys, 
enjoying the springtime weather that we are that we're getting messing with anybody else's uh uh nasal cavities yeah definitely it was uh listeners uh exactly one week ago there was an inch of ice in my driveway and uh it was about negative one degrees outside today it it, it was 70 degrees <laughs> i was i didn't know how to process my life that. is pain i don't <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling you, Monday was real hard to go back to work. I was like, well, where am I? What's happening? I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> <clears throat> Didn't help that I had like, I had lots of things I meant to get done over those five days that I didn't have to work. But sure. like, I got real distracted with playing video games. So like, I <laughs> didn't really do like anything. Oh, no. Well, you know. <laughs> Something of something good intentions. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna do lots of stuff and blah and I was like mm, or or yeah. Or catch this. Yeah, I could not do that. It'd be great. <laughs> so Aaron, Aaron, are you all thought out on the uh the gate great eight tundas of Oklahoma? Yeah, we it was it was Did so bad finally like our, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, well I've been back in my, my classroom for for a good while. No, the it, it was so bad. Our parking lot is here where we live. It's like weirdly angled in a lot of like awkward places. And so I remember I like I was in the car and I was like, oh, I'll just drive around and see how the roads are. I put it into like neutral, like I put it into uh, neutral and had my foot on the brake and I immediately started sliding. I was like, oh, okay, putting that back in park. And I still kept sliding. I was like, oh, well. So I had to like literally bank my car on the little like lip of the parking lot just to kind of like hold me in place. And so yeah, I I, I moved it barely and it's like, so nope, well, not leaving. So, yeah, we didn't leave for like three, four days. Yeah, we didn't either for the same reason because our driveway is like one of the steepest ones in the neighborhood. And like yeah. no, we could get out. But not back in. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way we could have gotten there. So we're just like, mm, nah, we'll stay here. <laughs> we would have to check on Susan's mom. We just walked. It's fine. Where'd you go? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Man, you guys really did get slammed with ice then. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, we had like, a, it, it was like, it wasn't, mine wasn't ice. It was like sleet. Right. And like, so it would never turn to freezing rain really because I kept going out and checking like, just like the trash can and like the stuff in the yard to like see if it was freezing to that. It wasn't freezing to that. It was like sleety enough that it was bouncing off everything and just landing on the ground in giant piles of sleet. And then, and then it, uh, froze solid from there. Yeah. And then it like mildly like the road, they like salted the road. So like the first day, kind of like the middle of it was like really kind of slushy and weird. And then, and then it just froze like hard because <laughs> it was so cold that night. Like, oh, bleh. <laughs> like you literally could have ice skated on the road. Like that's how smooth this sleet was. It was just like, <clears throat> Our, we didn't get much sleet, but we did have the thing where the air temperature dropped so fast that every elevated surface immediately had ice on it. Yeah, see, we didn't have that, which is good because that's when the power goes out. So like, yeah. yeah, 
and I could because I could actually watch not not literally watch, but I was pretty real time watching ice form like on our back deck uh, as things just uh, the temperature dropped out. That was kind of cool. Um, and then it was really weird because then the next morning, um, the roads were mega, mega, mega slick, even though we didn't have hardly any precipitation. It was just because it was immediately freezing on the yeah. because the temperatures were so cold. But then by like that afternoon, after the cruise made like a pass on it, it was like, oh, okay, everything's fine. Uh, and we were able to, everything was open and we were going, going fine. Well, that's good. Cause it was, it was pretty gnarly down here, but it sounds like Aaron and me were similar <laughs> situation. We're yeah. just like, nope, not not going out there. Too slick. I'm out. Well, so you actually back to being able to practice outside, Aaron? You can yeah. have all the bases out on the field after, yeah, I guess, so after we, the mud dried. So we actually had our first uh, baseball game yesterday. Oh. Um, we were supposed to have a softball game, a junior high softball game tomorrow, but it was canceled because. Uh, some of our our numbers keep dropping weirdly for junior high, but no. So our first baseball game was yesterday. Um, it was at home. Um, it was super weird, but it was also uh, for those of you who are listening who coach at a very very small school, um, you'll understand small school problems where we just didn't have enough people to um, get us to where we needed to. We didn't have enough arms. Um, but another big thing about our field is that we don't have lights. And so about six o'clock, both of the umpires like walked over us and they're like, hey, we're going to call the game because we can barely see. Uh, And so in Oklahoma, if you call a game due to like weather or something, um, if there's been five innings played, which is technically a full game, the game reverts back to the original score of the fifth inning, which the score was eight to four. Uh, Henceforth, we are winning. Uh, So we're like, and uh, we'll take the win. Bye. So, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, we, we, um, yeah, so we won by technicality, but we have a game tomorrow, which is away. Um, and so I will, I will be going with them to that right after school. Um, but I've been helping some of the other coaches get set up because they've never coached before. And so I've been doing literally a thousand things, but we like our field, uh, the grass, I mean, it's, it's there. It's not pretty, but we've we've had a lot of work on on the infield. The dirt. It's not really. It, it's really soft, but it doesn't have any clay in it, so it's kind of like powdery. So it makes it really difficult for like balls, unless they're unless if they're not hit a thousand miles per hour. They're like the moment they touch the dirt, they're like bouncing. So hmm. um, that kind of works in our favor. But we we swung about really good. We fielded the ball really good. It just our pitching killed us. And so it was like eight to two and then it was eight to four and then it was eight to eight. And I was like, Whoa, okay, we need to, we need to get through this. And they're like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, thank you. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, field looks decent. The softball field, uh, there was, there is one corner over by the, um, opposing dugout that is kind of resembling a small swamp because ice was left there for like two weeks because it was like perfectly in the shade. Oh, yeah. It never melted. And so finally with the temperature, it finally did melt. Um, but everything's just been stagnant in that little corner. And so we, we need to drag it like hard um, if I get equipment over there. So I'm just going to literally just till and plow a whole field if I have to. Hmm. But um, they also have this, ah, 
have been making a um, um, an indoor hitting facility uh, that is supposed to have concession stands and bathrooms because there's no bathrooms over where our fields are. The problem is that they used up all of the money to build the shell. So now we just have a barn um, over with with no equipment, no electricity, no bathrooms, no nothing. So we can't use it. No. Um, that was again planned well. Small, yeah, again, small town problems. A lot of people got uh, all huffy because like, oh, what, what about the ag program? Ag doesn't bring money into the school, so and no, they can't store their their cattle and goats there because um, um, no, it's going to be used for baseball. And so, yeah, they built it, and they were all excited, and then no one's been working on it for the past few weeks. And I was like, hey. What's the uh, what's the deal? And they're like, oh, we ran out of money. Like, sweet. <laughs> so, interesting. It, it's been it's, the season just started. And it's already a, a, a roller coaster ride. So. Huh. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. when you try and play baseball in like nocturnal swamp barn thing, that might get pretty interesting as you move forward. Yeah. So I am fine if we play the rest of the season, like away. Because having a home game is absolutely terrible. And this is even if you do have wires, because you have to get the field ready. You have to get all of the balls, um, make sure that they're stamped, and make sure that they're secure, make sure both dugouts are clean, make sure um, there's enough water and stuff for the officials, make sure that um, you know all the equipment's set up, make sure everyone has their gear, make sure you have your lineup set up, make sure your technology is working, so you can spot stuff, make sure you have is warmed up, make sure, you know, it, it, it's just a lot. And I was like, can we just play every game away? Because this is terrible. With, with an away game, you just show up, stretch, do in and out, and then you're ready to play. Like, you yeah. don't have to do any of the setup, you don't have to drag the field. I mean, maybe okay. You don't have to drag the field. It'll make, yeah. it'll make it more exciting yeah. uh, that way. No, it'll make it much more ex- adventurous. Right, Ooh. yeah, that it'd be great. Turn an ankle because the moment they step on like a, a crater, oh, he's either going to fall into the right. giant crevasse that has been um, opened up, the cataclysm that has been. You just have to um, plan your route accordingly. Roaded. right? So yeah, it, it's just it's just a lot of tedious things, and and especially and, he, and here's the big kicker: the past several years this school has never had like legitimate baseball coaches and so although we have a lot of seniors we're practically on like a freshman skill base because they've never been shown anything they've never been shown how to take care of the field they've never been shown how to stretch properly they've never they've never been taught like good fundamental baseball and so like we inherited the team and it's like what do you know and they're like what so having having ba- having to literally start with seniors at basic zero, and how to teach them how to actually like move dirt is is like rocket surgery. Like it's it's difficult. It doesn't make sense, but it's supposed to get done. But they have no idea how to do it. And it, it it's frustrating because you're like, coach, what do I do with this? You need the rake? Yeah. You, you, what you, you break it? What, yeah. what do you mean? What do you yeah. mean? What do you mean? What What do you mean? <laughs> so, yeah, it's 
It's frustrating, but I love the sport. I love the kid. <laughs> I am fine. <laughs> Ask me about midway through season how I'm feeling. Mm. At the moment, I'm fine. Okay. Check in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. So that's been uh, Aaron's week in a nutshell. How is uh, how is wedding planning going on? Oh, we're in a we're in a good lull stage right now. So we got we got a good template plan. Um, we got a lot of um, like the big finance taken care of. Now we're coming up uh, here in a few months. She has wedding fitting, a uh, wedding dress fitting. There we go. Um, and then I got to come up with my groomsmen boxes. Apparently, and then we have to take engagement photos and then just some other stuff. But a, a lot of it is planned. Like we have. Um, we're getting the catering store stuff situated. Like we have people to contact now, which is like picking stuff. We already looked at wedding cake things. Um, we we still have the sample wedding cakes, but we looked at like flavors. Stuff. My and favorite so, part. Um, cake. What well, planning has been very good, um, as is per usual. Um, I have been told what to plan, and so therefore I'm like, oh okay, yes, that sounds good. So my part has been very good. That's all right. Now I had I had an idea about what you should do for your wedding. <clears throat> I think, Colin, back me up here. Okay. I think that your wedding theme should be the first big date that you went on, which is the creepy carnival thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, paranormal search. Yeah. 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 I even okay. mentioned that to her. Okay. Yeah. I uh, think that's what it should be. I think you should recreate it at your wedding. I Paranormal think... Circus Wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think nah. it's pretty easy to do. Um, I mean, Just everybody can have top hats and monocles. Yeah. And like... Well, even get some of those same performers. They're used to traveling and setting up real quick. Yes. So, you know, you can just bring them Everyone's in. Everyone's going to learn Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just let me stretch a couple minutes. Come on. I mean, like, I mean, theme-wise, I mean, if we can get a big tent, that's you know probably be, you know, fair enough. But no, yeah. I mean, you could decorate the inside of your building like the inside of a tent, right? That way, yeah, you don't have to worry about the the temperature, right? You could do like the you could put like posters up, like sideshow posters up. Mm-hmm. Eh? You could have like stripy banners, you know, yeah. to evoke the circus theme, right? You could just throw peanut shells on the floor. <laughs> Yes. Did you, hey. did you guys ever watch any of those videos that I sent about it? Like, uh, yes. Was, yes. Yeah. I, I, yes. Because I, I was going, what? <laughs> really? Aaron went to this? Yeah. Like, I was so hey, confused. Yeah. It was literally down the road. So I was like, of course I'm going. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But like, I was just so like taken aback. Like, huh? I was, I was not expecting this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So yeah, I think, I think this would be an exciting theme. Right, top hats round, right, little like vests and caravats or whatever. Like it'd be exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, uh, I don't know how you know you would want to enter uh, in into the 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 area with uh, with this theme. Mm. What what kind of um, like horrid beast could be? Uh, there'd have to be lots of like dry ice smoke. That's yes, definitely number one. Obviously, uh, and. 
it's dimly lit, which is fine because you're used to playing baseball in the dark. So why not get married? And then, in the dark? then like blam, big spotlight come out like the ringmaster gear. That'd be sick, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. The, uh, the, <laughs> the leader of the ceremonies is the ringmaster. Uh, oh, the ring you could have the preacher dress up like throughout. That'd be great. The big pantaloons and the red yes! waistcoat. Well, are you, are you just thinking of Dumbo again? Okay, what? hold on. Well, you're I thinking mean, about Dumbo. Okay. But oh, ooh, but creepy. Yeah, it was Dumbo, ooh. but horror. Dumbo, but horror. Okay. Well, have you? I mean, so Dumbo. Like, so Dumbo. <laughs> lest we re- remind ourselves the first five minutes of that film. Uh, <laughs> They're just putting up the tent in the rain. Okay. And, to a, a slave song. It's it's fine. It's totally not. Okay, okay, it's a little bit weird. Yeah. Okay. Like, ah, <clears throat> so. I mean, not to take away from the this wedding planning here, but side tangent to that, um, man, revisiting a lot of um, wonderful childhood memory like movies and films and being like, oh, I think this needs to wait just a little bit longer. For instance, we tried to watch the um, Aladdin. Uh, that opening <coughs> is fierce <laughs> anyone remember how that opens <laughs> yeah with the big giant sand tiger of doom tiger. eating that guy right yes. like, <laughs> eating a man <laughs> uh yeah because he wasn't worthy uh, yeah so he deserved it obviously obviously <laughs> at which point at which point noah turned to me and went what else can we watch <laughs> whoa and I, went, I went i went good point we're gonna we're gonna yeah we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna uh, no it was just like dad there's no trucks in this movie turn this off i can't get over yeah get out of there i know i don't dad where's I know, the tractor no, throw it out i didn't want to do i didn't want my problem is here's my problem i don't want to jump straight to the later disney movies because then they'll never be able to go back and appreciate like the art and style of those early ones uh, until they're much older. Wow! So you're gonna take your children chronologically through the Disney catalog? Like, well, is that yeah. you're, you're like? So the only movie you've watched so far is Snow White. Like, <laughs> I mean, we have watched Steamboat Willie. So, oh my gosh! <laughs> Do what? <laughs> anyway, I mean, but seriously, like. All the later ones also are trash stories and whatever. Anyway, but like I want it, like I want all the uh, all of them. No, not all. Every single one. Come on, now that's a little bit harsh. But like I don't want to throw out like you know a Pixar movie, uh, especially like a Toy Story. Like okay, imagine I throw them a you know the last Toy Story one, and then I try and convince them to suffer through watching the first Toy Story. Nobody's going to want to watch that. Yeah, the first Toy Story is great. Except that it is great, but if it visually looks worse. Right, like you're, like don't nobody. So anyway, I'm trying my best not to spoil them on these. Like these, he's just gonna make him watch no, all no, those no. terrible like '60s ones. There's like just the same no, no, animation no, no. over is, and over this again. Is what Colin needs to do, right? So you need to watch Kimba the White Lion. <laughs> Get the expectations lowered, and then throw the Lion King at him. Be like, whoa, look at how amazing which, this movie which is, is totally not a ripoff of Kimba the White Lion at all. No, no, definitely, definitely not. Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. Uh, uh, mm. I mean, technically, it did come first, so Colin wouldn't be wrong. See, I, that's I, true. I'm about his cr- his chronology is. Uh, I <laughs> that's like saying that's like making your child suffer through Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind before she watched Kiki's Delivery Service, well, right? Like, yeah. that's like you're like okay, this is. But that's like, not really okay. But that would be more so 
for like because they're animated basically the same, right? Like you can get uh, no Nausicaa is not good. Nausicaa like, that movie good. is too long, and it's like punching you in the face with environmentalism, which is fine, but like it's right. so obtuse. Like guys, come on, animation, and it's like, all like visually, gray visually. <laughs> but you also don't want to like throw straight into like Princess Mononoke. I mean, that one does need to. I don't know. I would. We went straight differences, but it's okay. We're totally. We're totally fine. Everything's fine. We talk about <laughs> we're normal. But yeah. Okay. So that's but that's more based off of like themes and maturity. I'm basically saying like Disney. Most of the Disney movies that I'm talking about are all based at the same age range. But I don't want to show the nice like newly animated super flesh. only cool. Aristocats only and Aristocats. all the problems that that comes with. Like she this. Does, I mean, they do. They have some, space, so they do like Aristocats. But anyway, that's a later. But like some of those early, just hand animated films, watch those so that we can appreciate those, and then we can move on to. But anyway, this is these are my neurotic uh, comings and goings. So, so you have to watch. Uh, just jank. Collins is going to only show his kids janky seventies animation for for you know the next did? five years. Okay, no. So I um, hold on. Like the seventies Lord of the Rings. So he's gonna watch. Hey, the wait the uh, the pencil over one or like the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, the pencil over. Yeah, with the crazy weird like stenciling and all. Man, that that would be a trip, man. No, <laughs> no. You know what I did do. There's have you seen night. Wizards? Yo, what the heck? <laughs> no, I have. We found a copy of some of the 1960s, 1970s Dr. Seuss movies. Have you seen? Oh, those? my. No, these are bad. These are bad. And I was like, oh, cool. Here's 1971's The Cat in the Hat. It's animated. <clears throat> I mean, that's when The Grinch came out, though, in that that's time frame. The Grinch is good. The Grinch is good. This one, this was thirty minutes of sheer like, it was it was insufferable. The amount who of, animated it? Do you know? Uh, I actually have no idea. Um, I don't know if I've seen this. No, I must Google. I would not worry about it. Cat in the Hat, animated. Nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy one. Oh, yeah. Cat in the Hat cartoon seventy one. Yes, Kablamo. It's thirty minutes long, which was I was like I was like perfect. We love Dr. Seuss. We read this story all the time. And they don't even is a TV special, which is what all these were, right? Yeah. Um, they were they don't even stick to some of the themes and there's a weird interim cuz there there you could just tell they were like stretch it, stretch the story, stretch it. There is a call there's a song called Calculatus Eliminatus which will be stuck in my brain forever. <laughs> but I think they sang for about 7 minutes straight. And yeah, this does say it, this apparently is 24 minutes long. Yeah. I'm going to start playing this. Yes. The, I don't it, want this really in my YouTube recommendations, but no, we're going to go not, for it no, anyway. No, back out, back out. Yeah, run, run, run. Uh, it's all based on a weird premise where the cat accuses the fish of stealing basically his car, but it's like his his wardrobe or whatever, his beer, whatever. He accuses the fish of stealing it and then convinces the kids that he needs help finding it. So they go and try and find it. And then the fish is go- gaslighted just enough to believe that it is missing and tries to help them find it as well. It's all very odd. And can we can we talk about how, like, just sort of in general, that the cat in the hat is kind of a jerk and, like, that's <laughs> just kind of his MO and it kind of makes sense to yeah. go with the themes of all of that stuff where it's like, wait, what am I watching? Mm-hmm. 
No, uh, no, it's a very weird one because, especially because in the book, it's like, um, like, and her mother came in and she said to us too, "Did you have any fun? Tell me what did you do?" And Sally and I did not know what to say. Um, should we tell her the things that went on there that day? I've read the story a little bit, right? I, I, yeah. What I would we so. do? And then it says, "Well, what would you do if your mother asked you?" It like kind of pits it of like, "Would you keep a secret from your parents if a cat came and played in your house?" It's exactly. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Cat in the Hat's kind of an anarchist, right? Like it's gonna. <laughs> It's not not okay with with what's going on right now, but okay. <clears throat> and the weird part is that Dr. Seuss himself was involved in these, like like in the production of these, like because he these came out in the seventies. He didn't pass away until ninety one, so he oversaw and was like, "This is good." And you're like, "Okay, fine." This is not canon, obviously. We're going to move on to something else. You know, <laughs> this is why the Dr. Seuss estate will not let people make stuff anymore. Yeah. I mean, actually, it's mostly Mike Myers' fault, but they also... Oh, <laughs> I, that movie makes me so angry. Like, it just... <laughs> not as angry as it made the Seuss estate a day that much. Because <laughs> they basically said, no more live animated movies ever. I know. None. Zero. That one was so bad. Illegal. Yeah. When? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the Grinch really wasn't much better. But no, not really. Hat. But like, at least it sort of made sense. It did. Again, the Cat in the Hat story. Like, the Cat in the Hat is not a story. It's like, yo, kids, I'm gonna be just like chaos in your lives and like destroy everything <laughs> and then like make you lie to your parents about it, <laughs> like. What is happening? No, it's why is why is the cat just the id, right? Just like ah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, it uh, it really is of all things, and yeah, there's just I just it makes me very uncomfortable like to watch like with that movie. It just visually, he's like so upsetting in the costume. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's just I'm looking at a picture because right he now. was trying to be Jim Carrey, and he's not, not. and so like <laughs> very much not. You could definitely tell that he was like trying to go for that same vibe, and like Jim Carrey pulls off absolutely insane person. Oh, you know what I mean? Like easy, yeah. You saw the mask, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, <laughs> Deeply but, impacted me in like, ways I'm still discovering these years later. So. But uh, Mike Myers does not do that. He can't. That's like really. That's never really been his like shtick, you know. And so it was really weird to watch him do that. Like, what's happening? Why are you doing that? <laughs> it's like watching Mike Myers do an impersonation of Jim Carrey. It's basically that movie. <laughs> and I would rather watch Jim Carrey all day long than Mike Myers. Any of the, I don't know. What do you guys feel? Um, Jim Carrey or Mike Myers? Neither or both. I don't know. I mean, neither really. Like, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know. I've discussed before. Comedy is a very hard thing for me to enjoy, right? So, like, they have a different style, obviously. Like, of course, like when I think Mike Myers, all I think about is like Wayne's World, right? That tells you how old I am, which is just kind of like a gag over and over again, which. I don't really like Wayne's World all that much, but that's what I think of when I think of Mike Myers. <laughs> right, that and Austin Powers, obviously, but I also don't really like Austin Powers because it's just 
a gag over and over again. It's not really like that. And Jim Carrey's like, I don't know. I guess I generally enjoy his movies more, but he's way too, he's very manic. Right. And like a, I can be so over the top and crazy. Like, I don't think that's funny either. So like, I don't, (laughs) I mean like the physical comedy aspect of it, I guess that's good. He's much more animated and entertaining. Like his body motions are funny. And whenever Mike Myers does body motions and like Austin Powers, they're just like cringy. You get that like <clears throat> uncomfortable feeling. <laughs> like you don't like to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that's okay. But again, we've discussed my taste in comedy is like very dry. Like mm-hmm. it's very much informed by like we said, British comedy and like sort of that eighties kind of like, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, just like really witty, sarcastic, yeah, bad comebacks. Like that's what <laughs> no real fast. Like I, I mean, the, like Chevy Chase movies. You go back and watch those. Like they're so rewatchable because you ca- catch new gags all the time. Or some of the stuff they're just <laughs> some of the stuff he says is hilarious. Yeah, excuse me, he just like you. spits out these little comments, and yeah. if you're not paying, they're like the little side comments are hysterical. Right, like John Candy does that too. Right, he just like says stuff. Like Uncle Buck is just hilarious because he just like says things like stone faced, and it's the most ridiculous thing ever. He's like, "What? I can't, what?" So Steve Martin did that. That's a very like that's the comedy that I find humorous is like really witty, snappy comebacks, like bantery stuff. I like that. So yeah, those guys, those are my big comedian people like Steve Martin. Uh, Like one of my favorite comedy movies is actually like My Blue Heaven. It's not really that funny, but like he's playing an Italian gangster and just like his response. It's First of all, it's Steve Martin and Rick Moranis. So like, come on. And like (laughs) the way that they talk to each other, like the things that they're saying and their responses to each other is hysterical like i just <laughs> love how like flat it is and just like he's saying these things are completely outlandish like very matter-of-factly and i just that makes me i like that delivery model more so which is why i'm sort of off put by like the jim carries of the world who's like screaming at your face which is also why i don't like will ferrell because he's like just screaming at you he was my the whole time See what <laughs> he's just like shouting at you and I'm not really into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, 100% agree on literally all of that. I, mean, I think one of the, I mean, one of the th- lines that sticks in my head is in the movie Fletch, where he's like, uh, excuse me, can I borrow that hell about my car hit a water buffalo? I love that like, part. Like, just like su- super serious, like deadpan stuff. It just, it, it, but it is totally and utterly absurd. But with the way it's delivered by them, is there's just you don't see that, right? It's it's totally. It's um, like so fast, like blam. Exactly. Yeah, you can watch it multiple times because you're like, wow, they said that, and he said this, and that's why he said that, and then, like it just it kind of comes together a lot better for me. Um, I I do enjoy that a lot. With that said, if I had to choose between Jim Carrey. Mike Myers or Will Ferrell, I would watch Jim Carrey because of the physical comedy of it in most cases. And it's just like he is on in everything that he does. Like there's no Oh yeah. There's no like 
halfway Jim Carrey. That doesn't exist, you know? <clears throat> Even though you end up watching, like, Ace Ventura, and you're just kind of like, what am I watching right now? I don't understand. <clears throat> like, you know, it's, you know, like, I knew I didn't get Jim Carrey because, like, Dumb and Dumber came out, I think, when I was in, like, middle school, maybe. And I was like, not into that. And I was like, exactly the demographic for that movie. <laughs> and I was just like, no, this is dumb. I don't like it. <laughs> so this is a very, uh, thing. maybe it was a little earlier than that. It was early, it was 94. So I would have been elementary school still, but like <clears throat> all my friends were watching it in the next couple of years. It was like really big. Right. So yeah fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, like that's like, you know, that's the kind of age that would really think that movie be hilarious. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm no, I'm good. Like, I don't, <clears throat> I, uh, one of the movies that did slightly change me on Will Ferrell was the, um, his, his, uh, stranger than fiction movie. I didn't watch that one. Where he is a guy uh, who's has like he's talking to a shrink and he's like I hear these voices and things happen to my life and I don't realize what's going on and it turns out that his life being written by an author who is Emma Stone. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I I actually really do like this one uh, because it was he it wasn't him like as Elf. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean Elf gets a slight pass just because it's a Christmas movie. Sure. Right, and so you can like, it's okay, it's fine. Like, it, it also, I'll pass that one. But like, it was kind of it. It just it was a little. It had a different taste to it because also like, yeah, around the time that he was doing like, uh, what the Ricky Bobby and yeah, no, that no, that, that movie is no. You can tell like there's just a little <laughs> bit like he pulls it in just a little bit more, and you're like, okay, like I this is tolerable. <laughs> yeah, those movies where he just like go full on. It's like, oh no, that's too much. I can't. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what are your thoughts on comedians in movies? Favorites? Ones you can't stand so, to watch? Are you an actual I, Will Ferrell enthusiast? Like, oh, yeah. so I, I love going on like Netflix and watching like comic stand-ups. Like, like their specials. Um, for a long time, I was really into things like Kevin Hart. But kind of over time, it's kind of the same thing you said about like Will Ferrell. Like, just very like loud and like in your face. Um, I, it, my, my sense of humor is pretty drastic, um, as I can go from like one extreme to a guy or like one, one in the spectrum that's very kind of like calm pace. That's more kind of like, you know, quip and like storytelling with like a John Mulaney, or I can go to like the full opposite end of the spectrum and talk about like weird things like with Bert Kreischer or, um, <laughs> or like, you know, I, um, in, in between things like I, granted I'm also the same sibling that thought the redneck comedy tour was absolutely hilarious but I don't want to watch it now and I'm like eh. so um, like I do I do like Will Ferrell I like the movie Colin was talking about because I actually watched that and I was like oh this is actually really good um, Jim Carrey just because of that I mean physical comedy is always going to be like one of like the purest forms of comedy because even like in the silent film days 
Like that's what people reacted to. Yeah. The last aspect of it. So Jim Carrey's always going to be, you know, one of my favorites. Plus he's just like the charismatic individual. Um, Bill Murray is also one of my other favorites. Uh, just because it's always like, hey man, and it's it, it, that's like no matter what movie he's in, he's the same person, but he always makes <laughs> the movie funny. Yeah. Um, I I literally watched parts and I showed parts of Canadian Bacon to my class when we talked about Canada in geography. Is that um, is that allowed? I don't know. If that's allowed. It is. I mean, there's not any bad parts. We watched. I know. The, I'm just uh, the part where I do really like that movie. Over and uh, the Canadian, the the police officer made him write all the the graffiti in French. Oh yes, the kids, the kids thought that were was hilarious because we talked about you know the the languages in Quebec and everything, so they thought it was hilarious. Um, so like, even though that's a different part of my life, I mean that's like the, or like I I grew up after those guys, like watching uh, Chris Farley. Like, even, like, watching him, like, even, like, the little, like, Saturday Night Live stuff, I thought he was, like, the funniest human being. And, again, it, with the physical stuff, but him just being loud. That's true. He's a bit really shouty, but like, yes. <laughs> like, really like Adam Sandler. But uh, he even has a comedy special on uh, on Netflix, and it's actually hilarious. But I, sometimes, it, you know, Will Ferrell does get a little bit, like, okay, all right. Kevin, Kevin Hart, same kind of thing. It's like, all right, okay. All right, that was that was kind of funny one, but um, I also like crude humor with um, oh, uh, Jimmy Carr. He's also really funny because it's just like bam, 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 bam. So like there's story to it, but it's like it's engaging, and then it's just like you know just fake things, boom, boom, boom. So it, he's really funny. My my spectrum of comedy is really wide and broad. Um, I could just sit back and just watch comedy specials all day, but as far as like those guys, like sometimes like oh yeah man like yo it's like you have to watch the movie because it's a classic because like The Grinch or something. But over time, it's like okay. I mean, don't remake the movie, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm yeah. gonna stop watching okay. it now. That's so okay. yeah, so kind of one of those things. Like we even put The Grinch on for Christmas uh, before we went on Christmas break, and I was like, no, I kind of picked the <laughs> I picked the wrong movie for this. But no, the answer is Home Alone. Yeah. That's the answer for. <laughs> Oh, someone else had Home Alone, so we couldn't watch that. Ah, dang. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of how I how I, I feel about the whole comedy thing. That's interesting. It sounds like you're the much more well-rounded one uh, <laughs> than all of us. Like, <laughs> nice job. Way to win. Way to win the comedy thing, Aaron. Way Good job. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a very cultured man indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, no, that's good. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, Brandon and I over here going like, yeah, all the SNL cast members from the seventies. That's basically where we stopped. (laughs) Oh, um, uh, oh, dead gummit! You guys just said his name earlier. Um, you played in the movie The Jerk. Yeah, Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. So Steve Martin and Martin Short actually have a comedy special on Netflix. And it's just them doing them things. And the first time I watched oh it, my stomach was hurting from laughing. <laughs> like it is just, it is just like it's typical of them, but it's over the top. And like it's, it's just them going back and forth. And so it's like really funny because they talk oh. about like stories of them, like when they're beginning out, and then just like them over the years. And it's, it's a really good one. And 
they just came out with a new movie, didn't they? Yeah, there's a, there's a show or something. Uh, I saw a commercial for that. On Hulu? Uh, yeah. Only, uh, what's it called? Uh, only Murders in the Building. Yeah, who's the... Uh, there's a lady, too. Uh, what is who's her Who's the name? lady? Uh, I don't know who's in that one. Um, I don't remember. But Selena Gomez? Is it Selena Gomez? I she's thought it was a different person, it. but okay. Anyway, I thought it was someone else, but all right. I don't know. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, she's in there. Uh, I just uh, there. But apparently, that's it's been. Yeah, I heard that because it's very new. I heard it was pretty good, but I don't watch that obviously because I don't have Hulu. But uh, you know, <clears throat> Steve Martin is very underrated. I think in this day and age, I think he yeah. definitely. It's not like historically true. But I think nowadays, I think he gets overlooked a lot just because he is older. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but he's he's pretty good. And he's just a good actor in general, right? He's got some range, right? You, do you have to watch The Spanish Prisoner in school? Do you have to watch that? did not. Yo. We had to watch that Mr. Himes class. Uh, was Mr. Himes still teaching when you were there? He was. He okay. left the year after we were there. That's why I put my pencil behind my ear. Ah, there we go. <clears throat> Yeah, he was like a movie. He like wrote stuff for about movies, so he would always make us like he would do like these weird things in class where we had to watch that. Spanish Prisoners is like weird thriller movie where Steve Martin is in it is like the antagonist or whatever, huh. and it's like it's definitely not funny at all. But like, <clears throat> I mean, it's not like bad. It's just like a, it's very interesting, right? It's a very strange movie about like deception and they're like tricking this guy and doing all this stuff. And like, he's like a con man almost kind of, if I remember correctly, something like that. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And he does that. And he's also in that. What's that other movie? That's like really bizarre with the Martin. Uh, you know that um, he can still play a mean banjo. Does play a mean banjo. When- that when is true. The, uh, when the pandemic first started, there was a video clip of him on Twitter that he posted. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just him just taking out the banjo. And I'm like, yeah. hey, this guy still gets it. So, yeah. No, yeah not, that's a really. Not just is he good at it, but he's like, like top five in the world. No, yeah. He's like, a, no, he's like teaches banjo being like, I don't know. Like, he's going <laughs> to. No, he does. Yeah. He's like, one of the masters, like truly at that. Yes. At that, uh, which is just hilarious. I just, again, one of those things of like, of course, <laughs> sure. Do it. Oh, the <laughs> other Steve Martin movie that I couldn't think of is Nova Kane, the like weird murder thriller thing where he's like a dentist, which is kind of funny because he was a dentist in Little Shop of Horrors. But anyway, uh-huh. that's. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Well, no, it's all tied. It's all tied together. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> so there you go. I remembered. Couple okay. am. Now I kind of want to watch Spanish Prisoner again. I wonder uh, if I can find. It. <laughs> <laughs> Very intrigued. Uh, a follow-up question, but it's completely left. Oh, never mind. Okay. Well. That's fine. We'll allow it. <laughs> For now. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, dun, dun. Uh, 
uh, uh, Law and Order is back on. Um, I love Law and Order. What? Well, actually, I love Law and Order SVU, but normal oh, Law and Order is really? good too. Oh, really? No, no, like like the just like the straight up like. Yeah, I know. I saw. It's they're all, they're all back. back on. I was like, yeah. Well, because that was my that, that one was my favorite. SVU got to um uh I didn't like all those stories because I didn't like thinking about them or like. Fair enough. I love Mariska Hargitay, so yeah. like that's just I like mean, you know whatever. But <laughs> I yeah, I just was like, I don't these don't make me happy. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, yeah, most police procedural shows aren't like just sunshine and flowers. <laughs> but, well, yeah, but most of the ones that are on like the normal one are like uh, true. Ooh, a guy swindled money uh, from the bank. Okay, fair. <laughs> right, like that. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like the characters in the SVU. Like, all the yeah. different detectives and stuff. All the people, so. I like that one, but. And that's the one that, like, the reruns are on all the time. So, like. All, I don't know. Like, yeah, somebody. If you want to do that, you can do that. Actually, interestingly, she, I read that she is now officially, Mershka, obviously, she is now, uh, like, officially, like, the longest running female character in television history. Really? Yeah. That show's been on since 1999. Wow. Really? Yeah. That long? Yeah. So she is, I think she is now the longest running female character uh, ever. And like the second longest running character of all time. Yeah. Like the first longest one is like some random dude that was on like a British soap opera for like 50 years or something. So like, you know, whatever. But (laughs) she is like one of the longest. And the other one of the other longest running characters is actually Ice-T's character uh, on the same show. So that's like. (laughs) He's also like top five. Uh, so that's <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And he like came have... in in like season two or something. So he's. <laughs> I mean, when you have a show that just runs and runs and runs, right? Like, why? Of course, you're going to be like yeah. that. Right? So. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. I was like, whoa, really? I didn't wasn't expecting that. Like a random. Yeah, longer than like because I if I, like if I had to pick a character from the Law and Order franchise, I would have put like like Jack McCoy or something because like yeah, but, but like like you said, the normal Law and Order like went away for a while and it wasn't yeah. like continuous. Whereas it was on first, but then like, and he also wasn't in like every episode or whatever. Whereas like I don't know if she's in she's not in all of them I guess, but she's been on every season because there's some episodes where it's like oh this is the you know episode about this person. And like, because they do that every once in a while, you know, like yeah. this week we're featuring this guy and like, it's just all them doing something. So like, whatever, but <laughs> yes, longest running. And also Jack McCoy, he's interesting too, because he's on like all the Law and Order shows. He just like shows up randomly. Like, yeah, hey, he here I am. In, like, talking to the DA. He's on SVU sometimes. Oh, Boom. He's like yeah. yelling at one of the DAs, right? <laughs> Usually on the early seasons he was like Alex or whatever, like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yelling district attorney things. I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> and such. <laughs> yes. And I, okay, I need to watch. I need to get the order fixed. 
my to-do list. Yeah, the early episodes are pretty good. I, like I haven't like what was that? What Briscoe, that guy, uh-huh. and uh, his partner guy, who I don't remember his name. Well, it was uh, replaced with pretty early on. Um, oh, he and uh, was that the guy that um, he was the older guy. He was the older guy, and the other guy sang in um, the 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 musical. Uh, Another movie. Anyway, this is exciting. Uh, that's right. This is how my brain works as well. Like I'm always like, yeah, he was the guy that was in the other thing. Like the guy that's on New in Law and Order. I don't remember his actual name, but he played Michael Weston in that show Bird Notice. Uh-huh. That was actually pretty awesome. I liked that show a lot when it was on USA. Uh, he was like a spy. He was like a CIA, ex-CIA guy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Ed Green, I don't know who he play who plays him, but uh, uh Lenny Briscoe and um what yeah because he was he was oh, Jerry Orbach and man sorry it's hard to look up characters from that show too because there's like seven thousand and so yeah. you have to like because <laughs> they also list every person who's ever been on the show ever oh. and they're like guest star crazy so like yeah. sorry no no Ed Green was the guy's name he's played by Jesse Martin. Okay, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Maybe Ed sounded familiar to me. So like. yes. Okay. Ed and Lenny. Lenny and Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Because Joe of Montana. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Ed, there's so so many, and it's hard to keep. Yes. Which one did exactly they're on? <clears throat> uh. But yes. <laughs> and I think. I'm trying to remember. There's was other spinoffs too, other than SVU, but like they're they like a lot of them didn't last very long. No, because they're not because they don't have Mariska Hargitay. So like obviously, obviously. they're not going to be very very good. But I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't ever watch the total marathons they have on Sundays every all the time. That's fine. Why would you? Why would yeah. anybody even suggest that? What a preposterous idea! And at this point, like I've seen so many of them, it's like the show comes on. I'm like, I kind of remember this one. <laughs> oh no! And then like this is familiar. And then because a lot of them, I mean, obviously it's a it's a procedural show, so like yeah. there are similarities, you know. And so, <laughs> so I'm watching it, going, okay, and then. Usually about like fifteen minutes from the end, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay, I remember this one. I got it now. I'm good to go. Like, I <laughs> that's that. It's fine. It's okay. <clears throat> Everything's fine. It's been on that long. It's been like over twenty years. I've actually been watching this show. So, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, at some point, you may even forget what happened. So, that, that's that's true. And there's a bunch that I missed, right? Because I used to watch like the early ones like a lot because I that's my favorite cast, right? The early ones with all the people. And then there's a whole bunch that are like just a couple years old that I have never seen ever. Right. And so like <laughs> every time those come on, I'm like, wow. All right. I guess I'll definitely watch this because I have no idea. I definitely have not seen this one. So there is a large episode count to choose from. So you can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and what I, what I kind of like about it is while there are those little story arcs, like you said, of every now and then there'll be something that focuses on one particular character and kind of where they fit, all this stuff. Like, 
by and large, you can just kind of hop in and out and not really. <sighs> yeah. You, you don't. It's yeah. Not, it doesn't need a sequence, right? That's, yes. <clears throat> which is really nice, especially because there are a bajillion of them and you can just go, oh, I'm just, this is, this is on sweet. It makes it really enjoyable. Uh, yeah. And you don't have to stress <clears throat> about it. Like this one thing that I get pretty worried about if I, which I think we've talked about this before, of like, especially in the world of anime where it's like, oh, um, you know, one piece has also yeah, yeah, like a thousand episodes, pages, <laughs> uh, you know, stuff. And you kind of have to watch them in order to get the most out of it for it to make the most sense to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, which is not like it's hard. Uh, this way you just kind of pop in and out and you're like, okay, like I, I like the style, I like the formulaic uh, nature of this and the characters are cool. Great. I know I'm going to get each time this is on. Yeah. I think that is definitely a plus for like television shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like you can just watch one and you're like, Oh, that was good. But you don't need to watch the other one. Cause like, there, there is. We've talked about that too. But like the difference between like a series mm-hmm. and like, a, you know, like that's different. Where it's like every episode is sequential, you know, and it has to go in order. Whereas something like Law and Order or like House, you can just like you can just watch an episode of House and be like, oh, that was cool. All right. Anyway, sure. like, <laughs> yeah. Or like some some sitcoms are like that too, right? You don't really need to watch. Like, if you wanted to watch one episode of, like, Family Matters, that's fine. You don't really need just tons and tons of context about what's happening. You can just watch it, and it's, it's okay, you know? Like, <laughs> or, like, if you were wanting to, I don't know, I think trying to think of a more recent one, because I don't watch these kind of shows, but, like, The Big Bang Theory, right? You can just, like, watch a episode. Sure. Done. Okay. I don't really need a whole, it's very self-contained. Right, like Seinfeld was like that. You could watch one episode of Seinfeld, and then not, you know, like. <clears throat> so, that's a show that I think, for me, I was definitely the wrong age to watch that because, like, everyone's like, "Oh man, Seinfeld's great," and I'm like, mm, "I guess it's fine." I don't. That that's the same way with like me and friends. Like I. I could never get into friends, but I could put on like scrubs on the back in the background and just like listen to that all day. I don't know why, but like when people are like, Oh, let's watch friends. I'm like what else? <laughs> I just, I just, I just never, it never was like that appealing to me. And like, especially with those, like those hit shows that are like, Oh, look at, you know, the walking dead, which I do get into. But then like after the third season, I'm just like, zombies or like breaking bad like i never um got into the hype of those because like tv just kind of changed for me for a certain point because i was like always you know coming home and like oh man i get to watch law and order or, oh i get to watch you know this and then like as i got older like the more i watched it like but like even even like with law and order like i know what's going to happen like because like you've seen like a thousand of the same reruns but it still just has like the same like well, the pacing is very similar. Yeah, do, like do they do they have do they have the person? Wait, is the other person? Oh my gosh! So, like that's always the one that even like even if a single episode is on. Although on the channel USA, they literally have Law and Order marathons like all week long. Yeah, no, every Sunday for no sure. Matter, I mean, no matter what, you could just sit there and watch it. Yeah. And so, yeah. 
I think that's part. I think you hit on something important there, actually. Like the fact that it is like supposed to be like a mystery kind of like you are. I find myself like you're sort of more actively engaged in watching it because you are also trying to like figure out things too. Yeah. Whereas like other shows just like, aha. Okay. Like friends, like you watch friends, like when you watch friends, you're not really trying to figure anything out. You're just trying to like stare at it, I guess. Whereas like the TV shows I tend to like are like shows where there is some element where you have to be kind of paying attention at least a little bit to kind of like try to figure it out too. You know what I mean? Uh, That's, that's an appealing nature. I I will say the, the one TV show that's, that's ever made me like truly tear up because I was like that emotionally invested in it was Doctor Who. Mm. Yeah. Like there, there's something about like, there's been a few episodes where like the adult, the doctor is like changing forms or like re- he's regenerating and it's just like an emotional scene. And you're just like, <sighs> what? I don't know why. Like it's not it's not anything like over the top like Hollywood performance, but there's been a few times where I've watched it and like just like something was said and I've just been like that glued to the screen. And even like when I if I just watch like a YouTube clip of it, like of just that scene, I'm like mm, feels oh suppressed feelings. <laughs> um, and, and like everything else is like oh that's quirky or like oh yeah look at the robot but then like there's just like sometimes where like just an episode just like hits you and you're like why does my why is my face wet and like why does my heart hurt so much <laughs> and sometimes it was those Doctor Who episodes and I'm like where did this come from why what are you doing to me so it, it, it's weird I know but like if you've been invested in it as much as I have with some of those I know, episodes that's- that's true. It's just like, mm. and that's and that does come from like actually just sitting and watching lots of them, yeah. and that's definitely a show that has to be in order. I think it'd be more useful. That's yeah, a like, with the specials they are, but like some of the the episodes aren't like linear. They don't like they're not attached. But like as you get like closer to like the end of the season, then they are. Yeah, Those well, are the and, ones that they always run together. And well, I think too the other thing that's interesting about that one British television in general is like they do like the series, which is like this season all goes together, (laughs) and then like next season kind of goes goes together, but not necessarily goes with it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's more like a self-contained like this is all self-contained episodes. Blam. I mean that's at least that's my experience. I haven't watched like a whole bunch, and I've definitely not really. Full disclosure, not really a big Doctor Who fan. I've seen a couple episodes and just kind of been like, okay, that was fine, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really I get into it. it. Like, but at least they are like oh, this season or whatever. And like, especially because they change doctors all the time. It's like all the ones with this doctor sort of go together. And then yeah. all the ones with this other doctor sort of go together. But they don't, you know what I mean? Like, you don't there's not enough crossover where you're like, you're missing something like really big. I'm sure there's like little details that a big fan would understand, but they're not, they're not necessary to appreciate what's happening, which is good. It makes it more digestible. In, in a lot of those episodes where there are crossovers. So the, one of the original doctors who plays Ollivander in Harry Potter, 
Um, oh yeah. I think his name. Yeah. yeah so he, he's one of the, he's one of the original doctors and sometimes he, like he comes back or some like the previous doctors come back and like, even like it, it's mostly like in like specials, like for some reason, the Christmas special is just hit differently, but every time <laughs> there's like a season ender or something, there's, there's always that like little, like, okay, this is, you know, it's emotional. And then it's just like, Oh, boom, here's someone back from the past. And like, if you're not a diehard fan, you don't know who that is. And that was me when I first watched it because I'm like, all right, everyone on Twitter is freaking out. Why? Who is that? And then you go and search, and then you watch it again. It's like, oh, that's like the you know seventh Doctor or whoever. And it's like, oh, he came back. So it's crazy. And then like they'll do like other things where there's and since it is time travel and time is wibbly wobbly, um, they'll sometimes have that. characters from a different season that's not the Doctor be involved with this Doctor. From like a few seasons later, so like mm. um, the person that the doctor marries has been like an overall character throughout most of the series, and then like some of the companions have been too. And so, he, although yes, the doctor does change, like there's still the stuff that follows with him, and and that's the weird thing about the time travel is that it's all like intertwined somehow, and so sometimes it'll bring back someone from a different uh, series into the, a new series for like a little bit and be like a, a main character in some way, shape or form. And then with time travel, they go back. And so, but you're just like, who's this random person? But you're like, Oh, that's the person from season seven. So, and that, that's what kind of sold me for a long time. Like I was super heavy invested into it. And then I'm like, I haven't seen an episode in like years. I feel bad. I don't. Cause I'd like emotionally prepare myself to watch an episode now. I don't want that. I don't need that baggage. <laughs> That's fair. <clears throat> but again, that structure does sort of just lend itself to like, you can still just like jump in kind of anywhere and watch it. And then you'll end up yeah. like you where you're like, oh, I don't really get it. But like, you're also not, you still can understand the premise of what's happening without like fully getting it. You know what I mean? Like, you're not like, uh-huh. you're only missing out on like a little piece, not like a huge, yeah. like, I literally have no idea what's going on right now. Which is how it is with some shows. If you just like, I'm going to watch the show now. Like, mm, what? Is ha- I don't yeah. know anything was happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think some some of those two, kind of like again, just they can be intimidating to dive into. And I know that some of those also have a culture of like the um, like you're doing it wrong, kind of like you're not. I, oh well, yeah, but of course, I say this as I started off this episode by talking about how I'm having my children watch chronological. Yeah, Disney so they don't so do I, it wrong. I don't really have a whole lot to see on here. Um, but my kids can only watch Snow White, so they don't get spoiled by fancy animation. Sleeping Beauty, maybe. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like I, I, there are times where I watch those those, and I worry that I'm missing broader context, like you said, Aaron, of like. Oh, this scene is super impactful because this is an earlier doctor because this tie-in or whatever, and I'm just watching it over here like a like a schmuck going, "Cool, that happened." Uh, and so I do kind of worry some of those that have such a long history that I'm missing out on on more context. I think that goes to how well they're written, right? Because like, if they're written well enough, then it you know kind of doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like. You, it's kind of like if you've seen all the rest of them, it's like a bonus. Sure. 
where it's still like if it's written well and it's it's done everything well, then it's like it's still good, and it's not like lesser really. It's just like if you get it, then it's like a bonus. It's extra. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but I can see how you know sometimes if you're like a diehard fan, you'd be like, "Why are you taking time to explain that?" Like literally, everyone already knows that. <laughs> types angrily at keyboard right like <clears throat> angry keyboard so like you know whatever but but yeah i think generally things like that are if they're written well enough that you kind of like it's fine and then you can sort of discover it as you go and that's how you that's kind of how you you kind of have to do that and if in a way because that's how fandom works you know what i mean mm. You like go, oh, I wonder what that is. And you start like digging a little bit. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden you're in like a giant chasm and you can't get out and you're just stuck forever. You're just like. <laughs> watching everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's how you kind of become a fan. You yeah. kind of have to put in a little bit of work too. You kind of have to dig around and be like, oh yeah, why is this important? And like, oh, that's really cool. And then you kind of get interested and you might watch some older stuff a little bit and then kind of like learn about things and kind of make those connections and then you get invested and that's how you get stuck so i think that's you know that's that's good too right you can work for it a little bit it doesn't have to just necessarily like plop itself down in front of you so <clears throat> if it's again that's a testament to how well stuff like that's written like doctor who like even though it's not for me like tons of people really like it because of how good it is, like how well they write it and how well they tell the stories and how they approach that thing. Like people will watch an episode and then they'll be like curious about it and then they'll want to watch more and then they'll watch older ones and then they'll like read stuff about it online or whatever. And then, and then all of a sudden they're going to Halloween parties dressed as the doctor. So like, you know, it's just how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, yeah, part of that too is, is when the writers recognize like who who they're writing to, who they're producing the show for. And because if you only ever made something for the super fans, it would then be, it'd be so inaccessible. That it'd yeah, be exactly. In, not yeah, watchable. And, 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 and yeah, and, and, and totally uh, opaque to anybody from the outside going like, I, I, something is happening here, but I have no idea. So you're right. Like, yeah, good writers are able to walk that line between, Sure, giving fan service, but without being like so on yeah, the exclusionary, nose or so right? exclusionary too. Like, you can you can swing either way. Like some of the Star Wars stuff has been like, see, look, look what we did. We did the thing. We did the thing. I was saying, just thinking it? about Star Wars. <laughs> you said that, right? They're like, isn't it awesome? Right? Yeah, you guys are really cool. And that, yep, we did it. Okay, now we can you know pay us our money. Uh, first, that's because Star Wars fans are the shoutiest, angriest people on the planet, wow. right? They just like they are. They are. Let's not be. Let's be real. Like literally, nothing is good enough for them, <laughs> right? If you go by like online stuff, like literally nothing is good. And again, part of that is because you became a fan as a child, and you have developed your identity from a very young vulnerable age around this thing and whenever somebody challenges that thing you like are it affects you deeply mm. you know what i mean yeah. so like <clears throat> whereas other people who are just sort of like casual fans are gonna be like oh that's sweet i'm gonna be into that the people that are like you know read every novel and like 
bought those dictionary things when they were little and like did all that stuff. They're, they're going to be just like hyper offended because like it's wrong because they've part of it. They've developed in their mind, the version that's correct. And it's not like it's the most correct to them only. And then so like, they're quote unquote ruining it whenever you see it. That's what you read all the time. I was reading about the like wheel of time stuff, you know, and that there's a lot of people online. They're like, you ruined everything. Like, yeah. because, and whereas like most people are like, no, that was pretty cool. I liked it. The people that are like obsessive over it are just like so angry because you ruined my life. <laughs> right. Like the current, the current shenanigans with this stupid Lord of the Rings show that's on Amazon. Oh my God, oh, that, that, that dwarf lady doesn't have a beard. You guys are awful token. We'll just want to stab you in the face. Like, guys. Well, and many of them guys, are actually down. betrayed by uh, the, the, the Tolkien estate because they're involved, right? And they have oversight. Yeah. Of this. And I saw many comments people be like, obviously, they're just. It is for the money now. They don't care about respecting his story and sticking true to this. Blah 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 blah. Like, like, hey guys, hey, I got a question for you. Uh, Aragorn didn't have a beard either. Are you? Do you now hate Viggo Mortensen? No, because he's awesome. Okay, stop it. Like, <laughs> well, again, it's also kind of being like, hey, quick question: Is any of this real? No. Okay, let's move. We're moving on and moving on, right? Like next, like it's just like, like sure, yeah. You can have opinions, but at the same time, it's like you have to take a step back and go, like, none of this is real. Yeah. Also, you know, Aragorn, he was probably just joking, right? To Gimli, that's also in the world possibility, right? It's not like it's fine. It's okay. Don't no, worry about it. no, this is exactly. Oh yes, Aule the Smith crafted dwarven women from the clay. With full beards. Actually, it never says anything about the dwarven women in that origin story. Just the seven dwarves that rushed, that uh, conquered the, and that uh, went off into each dwarven family. So, calm down. It's fine. <clears throat> it's okay. Deep breath. And again, that's it's sort of detrimental in a way. Because, like, on the one hand, you know, in my opinion, even if it's something you disagree with, it's now, like, like my thought is like where I, where I sit on this, like this specific, we'll talk about the, the Tolkien stuff. Like, Oh, Oh no. Bringing a thing to like a whole brand new audience and new people that will well, discover something that I think is cool. And I like, Oh no. That. How well, terrible. More <laughs> Tolkien stuff available widely to everyone. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like guys, this, it's not bad. It's this is good news. Well, you want like <laughs> again, this this circles back around to a topic that we've had on before is uh gatekeepers to talk. Uh, that's yeah, right? that's exactly true. what this is. Because you're right. It does it's like the people who yell and scream about um the prequels. Again, I'm going to I'm going to circle back to Star Wars because this is obviously, you know. That's no, fine. Top of there. But like like if you enjoy that, there are segments of Star Wars fandom who will say, like, basically, you're not enjoying it right. Um, that's not correct. You you actually need to actively hate those. And for the majority of people, it's like, well, no, but that's what I, those were my first exposures to them. I have a lot of yeah. memories on them. Like, I, and you're telling me I don't like them? Like, like 
okay, like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, how do you have somebody who's like, these make me excited about Star Wars. And then I have people with neck beards yelling at me about liking Star Wars incorrectly. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah. I guess I'll just- Also, listen, no. guys, I was there. Okay, I remember when the uh, Phantom Menace came out. <clears throat> okay. I was there. I went and saw the theaters too. Literally no one was mad when it came out. Nobody was angry. Nobody. More Star Wars. Yeah. It was only like 10 years later that people started like bemoaning it and being like, it's not as good. It's no, not no, no. There were like, just as, I mean, all the people. There were some people up. like Jar Jar's a bit much. That's yeah, a little bit weird. That was but like, fair. yeah. But, but <laughs> like the people in the costumes and the garb in the first in line were all the people who grew up on the originals, right? They were the ones who were scrambling, and now they're the ones turning around and were like, actually, no, I didn't. I've, it's kind of like the people who are, who claim to have been like punk rock all along, and you're like, no, no. When punk rock was actually popular, there were seven yeah. people in the entire United States who were That's true. Punk rock. No one liked it. And no <laughs> one liked it. And now everyone's trying to like, <laughs> you know, whitewash their past. Or yeah. Like, like but put black fingernail paint on their past. I don't know. And be like, no, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, all you people, you know who I didn't see at those punk rock shows? You. Yeah. You, yeah exactly. Get out. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, like, and you know, there's, there's a lot of good that did come from the Star Wars prequels. You know, even if you don't really like the story, even if you think some of the directing choices are not the best now, looking back, that's fine. I would agree with you on some of that. But like, can we really argue that the end of Phantom Menace is bad? Oh yeah, I know. bro, right. come on, hitting you with the duel of the fates, the double, triple lightsaber duel between Obi Wan, Qui Gon, Darth Maul. Come on, are you gonna tell me that's bad? Look me in the eye and tell me that's bad. <laughs> You can't. That's right. Okay. Thank you. That's what. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but again, like it makes it more accessible to more people. Maybe back then, you know, more media would get created about Star Wars. They'd write more books. There'd be more comic books. And like, as a fan, this is this is what you want, right? Like, even though I didn't really love all the the newest trilogy, right? It was fine, but like. I don't care because there's still more Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And if that is your favorite movie, that's okay because we can both count a Star Wars movie as among our favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the same Star Wars movie. That's fine. Like the coolest thing about Star Wars is like the universe is literally gigantic and is full of like so many like crazy weird things that like Everybody's going to latch on to something interesting and different anyway, you know, and there's, there's room in the Star Wars universe for that. You don't have to like only like this one thing you can like lots of other stuff. It's okay. It's fine. You can like Rogue One. That's all right. If you like Rogue One, you're listening to this. That's okay. That's good. Don't let people on the internet tell you you're wrong because you're not. <laughs> oh, exactly. You're not wrong for enjoying things you enjoy. Okay. Yeah. Come and on. Now, now <laughs> I'm going to go watch Phantom Menace fight scene. Yeah, you will. Man. Thank you very Boom. Much.
Okay. Well, I remember I was in that movie theater when that double that other lightsaber side came out and that like music dropped. Everyone was like, <gasps> like, yeah, yeah. I, I promise you that was real. Like, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It, it is so good. Oh my God. It's the best have to, okay, like, I, movie song ever. It's, it's playing right now. I got to pause it because I'm going to get distracted. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good. Oh, oh man. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it looks like we have, uh, we'll just do that for us this evening. And, uh, did you, and, uh, just, uh, just against it, I guess. All right. Okay. Well, we're working on a challenge for, for next time. Uh, uh, we'll see if we can actually get our act together and figure out what it should be. <laughs> trying, trying on the challenge. Dude, trying. You know, it's, so, it's hard. It's hard to pinpoint exactly the exact you know, takeaway we want to have for it. That's true. So, make sure it brings the most value. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, no more snow. The rest, I think. Actually, I think on Monday we're supposed to get more snow. So no, we're hopefully, it'll just be a little teeny bit of snow, so snow. it'll be good. Okay. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>